Da, na, na. Hello, everybody. Uh, so this is just Theo here. I am a solo dogo tonight because it's still pretty late for my babe. Um, right now, we're still separated because of work and shenanigans and just... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's just a lot of unfortunate um, things that just coalesce to to still uh, let this be. I goddamn it, it's really sucky. Um, a lot of things seem to just be really like not negative, just just what I perceive now and what I'm focusing on right now is just kind of just unfortunate. Just a lot of just stuff that's just killing my vibe and oof, man it. This is like the pre-pre-show, just a fair warning. Um, so it's just going to be my solo thoughts for now. I I just kind of wanted to give you guys all of my uh, therapy. Um, that, that's what this is. So if you're cool with that, I'm just going to kind of go on for like half an hour. And <laughs> maybe I'll put a timestamp so you guys can just get to the real meat and potatoes when the show actually starts. But yeah, just a solo doggo here. Um... I it I just want to start off by saying like first of all like if if you're listening to this thank you <laughs> it means a lot um it, it's so weird to just start recording a thing and then putting your ideas and thoughts together and then just sharing that with you know people online um yeah <laughs> uh so thanks for letting me occupy your ear holes for uh duration of time it <laughs> It means a lot. And I, you know, that's the thing about podcasts too, to just uh, kind of be a little meta for now. But um, one of the big things for me personally that I do is um, like every day at my day job, um, basically like it's become an addiction where uh, I'll just be um, just doing monotonous work, just real boring stuff. And it's, you know, just day in the life of a janitor. And among all of the basically chores that I'm doing, <laughs> they're not too far far off from just regular household chores that you do at home, you know, like vacuum rugs, wipe tables, organize furniture, clean windows, etc. Um, it's a simple gig, and that's why I chose it, because it's relatively stress-free. But the one thing that I always do, uh, I picked up these Bluetooth earbuds. They're like Samsung Bluetooth earbuds. They're really good. Um... They're like my most used accessory, like by far, um, for a couple of years. And I, I really love them because they're discreet. You can just pop one in your ear, have your other ear hole open. So uh, you can hear if you're being called or if you have to work on something or whatever. And you can just pop it out and then throw it back in the case. And it's all good, like super seamless. Um, I am not sponsored. I don't have any sponsorships. That's okay. Um Maybe in the future, that'd be really cool. Like, if you could be sponsored by furry stuff or other furry products, you know, that'd be really, yeah, that'd be really tight. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'd just be listening to, like, in my one year, I have, like, Joe Rogan on, or I have, like, Furcast, or a couple of other furry podcasts that are really cool, like Southpaws. Um, and for me, it's just super personal because I'm not looking for, like, a really robust entertainment kind of talk show or something like that i'm i'm just more about just like chilling out and then having somebody talk to me 
or just talk around me because it, it, it's really inviting in that way. And then you can just chill and then listen to like interesting things and topics, um, you know, just from like whatever a person thinks about a topic or whatever. It's really cool. And especially if they're a nice person too. Um, so it really does help give me company. Um, I mean, especially in these times, like 2020, man, I, <laughs> I know I feel it's so already like I, it's been said in every, whichever way possible already about how things are just really kind of just a drag. And I don't mean to add to that right now. I want to introduce some levity to the, you know, the situation, um, instead of just me just whining and complaining, but it's like I was mentioning earlier about just, uh, having like kind of all these things coalesce into even what came about like this past Sunday was, uh, um, the babe was supposed to come back home and just, you know, he did everything on his part, not to get too much into the details of whatever, uh, he was doing, but it basically resulted in things kind of going wrong last minute, and it's still a good protocol to redo some things, so that's what they're doing, and there was about a, like, a 10-day extension, so, um, that's what still makes it difficult, but it was just that compounding effect of just having another thing where it's like, oh, the one person that I want to see more than ever is now gonna be delayed by, like, over a week. And <laughs> I won't say that's the straw that broke the camel's back for me, but damn, it did not help me like for a good couple of nights because it it's like out of all the badness and all the things that really just kind of made me feel bad and like alone and not really motivated to continue working on even things that I always love working on, like drawing or making the comic and stuff, even this podcast, like even talking, like things really do seem to sort of like wall off all of these things and like physically, socially, mentally for myself that I sometimes can't shake. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm on this roller coaster now. And you know, it's like, you can't really get off sometimes. And it's just a part of the ride. And it's like, ah, uh, well, if I don't go through, th go through this feeling at least once in a while, you know, I'm only human and I actually part dog, but it's, it's just that feeling of like, okay, this is a low point and I know it'll go back up from here. It's just that sometimes I fixated on so much. It's like, man, when I'm, when am I going to just get over this? <laughs> when will this stuff just quit? <laughs> so I can, I can focus on like happier times and just like, and know, know when you're enjoying the moment and having fun again. Um, but it's just so difficult with like lack of uh, social gatherings because man, it was like everything was just set up so perfectly this year to just knock all the things that we would do naturally as furries, um, you know, from just enjoying a lot of like group events, local meetups, uh, fur cons, um, reduced down to just basically like the social life that you had online. It, it kind of reminds me of when I first actually started um, out of high school and I didn't really know anybody and I wasn't even in, in the fandom and it would, it would just be really just long days of basically going to work at a job I didn't like anyway, like at a grocery store or something. Um, no offense to people who work at grocery stores or supermarkets. It's just not my thing. I'm an artist. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, just just going to a job I didn't like, um, and then being tired, and then not feeling fulfilled from the job that I don't like, and then, oh yeah, I, the only other time that I have left for today is to go to bed, and then wake up and then do the thing again, and it was like, okay, this is not, I I'm very quick to expire in that kind of environment, and being in this kind of climate right now with the job that I have. I'm very fortunate that I don't have to very much deal with a whole lot of people um, because if 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 another thing went wrong, like if another person was just very cynical or just mean and just not very positive, I'm very fortunate to have majority of like the people that I work with actually really decent people. So um, it goes like beyond uh, to just like, you know, tell somebody good morning or just ask like, hey, how you doing today? And that that sort of thing just really helps. And it's like, wow, somebody actually, you know, um, noticed that I, I work here or I'm doing something, you know, that like I'm a part of. And that makes you feel like you're a part of a team. And uh, that that gets me through the day. And at the end of the day, um, it's it's just those little things as kind of as kind of like trite as it seems. It, it really does matter. Um, so thank you to all those that either like comment or share something funny or just send something my way and just it just makes me like my day a little bit better um so i'll try to do that too um in kind and i know sometimes uh not everybody has all the time in the world to reply or do something like that but even seeing that you know like they got a haha out of it it's like uh makes my day um Especially when I'm talking to the bay. If I can make them laugh, if I can like give them a joke, as stupid as my jokes are. <laughs> well, actually, equally our jokes are pretty bad. So um, there is uh, a <laughs> there is crossfire there, um, and maybe AOE. So just fair warning to those that hang out with us. Um, man, what am I even going on about? Like, oh yeah, feeling feeling crappy. Um, uh, I feel like I'm on the upswing, actually. So for like the last couple of days, I was totally floored. I'm just like, I just want to go home. I just want to be with my bae. I want to enjoy a game or Discord or even VR chat. That seems to be the only thing that I'm actually using that's keeping me alive because, hey, it's actually VR chat is especially with VR. You can do it on desktop like Second Life. Um, and I've gotten, a, I've gotten a couple of good nights that was really immersive through the desktop. So I highly encourage anybody who's remotely interested in VR chat, check it out. The, the worst thing that could happen is if you talk to a stranger, actually, if <laughs> make sure, you know, a couple of people to help uh, guide you through the world of VR chat and the mayhem that it is, because a lot of people will troll you just, just fair warning. But if you got a good group of furries, you'll be okay. It'll be pretty dank. I mean, if you're a fan of that, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to back to what I was talking about. Like, it's I'm so glad that this medium exists in a time where it couldn't be more accessible, um, especially with VR headsets getting better and getting cheaper. And I just want to take any time I can to always talk about VR, apparently, in these podcasts. So <laughs> my Oculus Quest... Um, I added a couple of components to it. I don't think I talked about it before, but I have these, uh, it's like Mammoth brand uh, grips. You can really get any kind of brand grips. They all look pretty cool online, um, but it lets you hold your grips in a way where uh, there are these extra straps that go around your uh, palm, 
and you can basically let go of the controllers and they'll still stay stationary in your hands so you can make different gestures when you want to just like wave hi to somebody so it doesn't always look like you're clenching your fist at somebody um so that's really cool and then i also added these uh, other um this was a huge upgrade actually if you have an oculus quest you'll know that the faceplate and the headbands are the most uncomfortable thing that they ever put on this thing and i i know it was a cost measurement um decision so them cheaping out on the comfort actually was probably the best thing they could do to make this more accessible so if you have a quest and you're a longtime user of vr you'll know that um a lot of people do what's called franking questing and did i just turn that into a verb i think so uh well they turned the oculus quest into a franken quest and it's called that because what they're doing is they're ripping off all of the uncomfortable things about the quest and then they're taking the faceplate off and then they're taking off the audio it's not even like an i guess it's like an audio strap it's like some kind of plastic bit that just channels audio from the headset but what they do is they take that off all the uncomfortable parts and then they put on this deluxe audio strap that was originally designed for the vive but what's so cool is that the a lot of people have designed and form-fitted these 3D printed parts to the Quest. So you have these adaptable little plastic snaps that are so well designed, they're perfectly like exactly made. And I got a couple off of Etsy and they, they work flawlessly and it keeps everything snug and tight so you can adapt the Vive headset straight to the Quest. It wasn't even designed for that, but it works perfectly. Um, and then what I have actually on the way, that's my last slight accessory change was the faceplate. Um, people take off the original foam faceplate and it's okay. It's, it's got a little bit of squish, but it's not the squishiest or like the most memory foam like thing. So there are these, uh, faceplates that are made out of like some kind of pleather, I think. And that's also what keeps the, uh, what do you call that? The sanitation up. So it'll let you wipe the pleather down really easily with like a hand sanitizer wipe or something or a wet one. And it, it just keeps it from like getting your face oils all over the thing. If Especially if you want to hand it over to a friend or if you have a really sweaty friend, <laughs> that'll probably save you. Um, so it's really good because I noticed the first couple of days I was like, why, why is my skin breaking out? And it turns out it's like, oh, because I was sweating in the faceplate and it was just rubbing on my face with heat and then like pressure and yep it was like uh middle school all over again uh so yeah i highly recommend getting uh those accessories especially if you're going to be a long time vr user it's it's so good i can't recommend it enough um so i plan on doing a lot more vr chat too in the future it's it's been like the best tool honestly for just keeping um me and my mate in touch so I get to see Blarg and Blarg's hanging out with all of his other VR chat buddies and they all know like all these really cool worlds and they're just showing us all these dank models and um, different <laughs> emojis and stuff. It, it's really cool. And like you go on so many different exp experiences and adventures. That's why I really recommend getting um, in with a group of solid uh, VR chat people that are frequent and um, know a lot of really cool worlds and people so you can favorite all of those worlds and people to visit later to show to other people it, it's really just a wild ride um can't recommend it enough uh the the one i would have to say there were some pretty cool places that although made me super motion sick that's just because i'm i don't know i'm just super super like for some reason i'm just super prone to like seasickness and stuff and 
Blarg? I don't. Well, he is a seafaring dragon, so. Well, actually, he's a western forest dragon, but he has a sea legs like really well. Um, so he doesn't get motion sick whatsoever. Like, oh my god, I played Skyrim one time in VR. It was not a fun experience. I could last only maybe like five minutes before I almost felt like puking. Um, but there. Okay, back to VR chat. I'm getting. Oh my god, I'm just getting so segmented. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> um the VR chat experience that I really liked was go-karting. That was really cool. Um you sit in just like these Mario Kart styled uh go-karts with uh similar tracks and they have a whole bunch uh design that you know drift differently or handle differently. It's really cool. Um they go at different speeds and then you can bump into each other. Um it, it's really just a fun cute experience. Another one was uh, frisbee golf. That was pretty cool. I will admit the physics are super jank, so you will probably rage quit before you even finish the game. But if you manage to like finesse it the right way, it'll be pretty fun because you'll be like the only one out of like ten people actually doing anything. <laughs> and then there's a home run bat games. Um, that was like basically ripped like straight from Smash in terms of the gameplay, and it's just ported to the VR place in in like a decent way it's not super on point in terms of physics and stuff but you can again like you can finesse it in a way that like if you find out the trick then you'll do really good um and then there was also was there bowling i wonder if there was vr bowling that'd be really cool to play like i basically want all the wii sports games just ported into vr chat in some way it'd be so cool it'd be so tight um but yeah i think uh oh gosh okay <laughs> Um, uh, anything else that I have to, oh, I guess, uh, since the last episode, actually, um, I did, uh, make the Patreon update to clue everyone in, I mean, I guess that's, uh, following me to, to really get into, like, um, what it is that I plan on doing with the channel in terms of YouTube or Twitter and FA, um, all those platforms that I use mainly, and I think I'll just kind of reiterate or rehash what I was uh, mentioning in the Patreon update video that you could find either on my YouTube or on the Patreon channel trailer. And it's just called Patreon update. And it was a way for me to sort of recollect my thoughts on, okay, so what am I going to be doing uh, with my current scenario? Because I, I feel like sometimes if things are going on for a long time and... I don't know. It's a part of kind of like my mental fixation on things that kind of, uh, I would say like it doesn't lose steam because I'm still very passionate about those projects, but it, it seems like now sometimes more than ever where I can't really connect with people. The, the connection is really what helps keep the, the drive, um, going. Because, you know, you make something, you share it, people are all like, oh my god, that's awesome. And then, you know, sometimes like there's also useful criticism too that you could learn from. And then um, I get a real kick out of that from talking to people in person. <laughs> I would really love to go to a con and talk to people about art and stuff like that. And um, in part where I wanted to try and get more uh, artist interviews to put on the podcast, that was a huge goal. And it still is. But it, I will admit, like, I do have failures. Um, and I would say that I've failed to, to plan more effectively around my time to, to get those interviews because sometimes I'll ask, I'll reach out and I don't get a response or I'll email somebody and they reply and it's super cool, but it's just like, sorry, I'm not, 
I'm not really available, and it's like I'm kind of booked with other projects. Because other artists, you know, they're their own entrepreneurs. They're their own CEOs of their own company, and if they stop, their company stops, and they're not making money, and they're not pursuing their goals that, that are so incredibly high. And I can only imagine reaching to the feet of the people that I want to reach out to because they inspire me. And those are the people that I want to get on the podcast. And and it's just crazy. It's just crazy difficult to um, just have time. Um, I know, yeah, people are busy. And I don't, I mean, I could be that guy that's always poking and nagging saying, hey, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't take myself seriously if I'm really that kind of guy. So, you know, I, I never want to pressure anybody into an uncomfortable situation where it's like, oh, I guess I'll talk to this guy or something, you know, and you're like, you know, <laughs> it just gets super awkward. And I, I don't put, I, don't, I try not to put that kind of energy out. Like, um, I'll just say, hey, um, I really like your stuff. And if you'd have a chance to talk, um, I'd really love to talk about art because I feel like we've got a lot in common. And I want to learn more. So that's basically the message I try to put out to people. And if they want to get back to me on that, then I know that uh, they'll have time to. And that's how it came to be. Um, I guess I could keep pushing harder in a way that's still not, you know, like intrusive or something like that. Um, Maybe I'll like kind of remind people or just poke them a bit like about oh, maybe like every other week or something, or maybe once a month, you know, I don't want to be too naggy or anything again. Um, but, ooh, I'm getting a phone call. This is live, folks, or this is pre-recorded, but live right now because I'm not editing it, really. Um, where's my phone? <laughs> Actually, I'm probably going to edit out the call. Okay, I'm back. Um, what was I saying? I think I was talking about, uh, oh yeah, like annoying people with my podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to nag people about uh, just coming on if, if they don't feel like it. So that's that's that. I'll just end that there. And uh, so what else is it that I'm doing? Um, YouTube videos, not so much. If anybody was wondering about those. Um, the furry meme Friday Fridays were fun and I, I would always love to do more. Um, it just felt like something I wasn't developing that really led to something that I enjoyed in the end because after I shot the video, I'm like, oh, I could have put that time towards more art or something else that, you know, is kind of a bigger priority that I want to focus on. So, uh, more time towards art. Yeah, that's, that's always the goal. Um, so... The meme videos and stuff were fun if I feel like mixing it up, but nothing, I, I wouldn't plan on anything being consistent other than this podcast or the art commissions or the uh, comics. So again, just uh, really hammering that into three things because I think that's barely all that I can fit. Um, I do have al also a couple of other projects actually that I can't really talk about, but I really, really want to, um, but it, I'll just hint a little bit. It like involves a game. And it involves uh, doing art for the game. Um, and I really, I really want to see it through and do well. So, yeah. Shout outs to the people who know what I'm talking about. Um, um, actually, it's, it's public. I can talk about it. It's called Nuraya. So, N-U-R-A-Y-A. 
And it's a basically an, an adult-themed game focused around this kind of pseudo like mash of RPG uh, novel kind of traversing uh, game. And the the crew working on it is super cool. Um, I, I really honestly want to get to know them better. And the developer, uh, he's a really awesome guy. Uh, his name's Moku. He, he really tries hard and really networks and writes and do he has like a whole lot of hats that he wears that he focuses on uh, doing um, this project um, and I would really like to interview him sometime um, but yeah I, I mean to sum it up uh, I think I'm allowed to say this I think it's fine um, I saw the project that they're working on I'm like that's really cool uh, if I could get sort of more into the development process and know what it's like to work with the team I would love to do that and that's basically how it went and i want to do a few splash art pieces to promote the game and try to show what i can do um and that's yeah that's the goal maybe make a little a uh, couple of assets for the game i i just really want to help in any other way like this isn't a job this would just be for my own time that i'm investing into it you know amongst uh these three things that i mentioned before that i'm already doing and i feel like that's a really cool and a really fun investment of my time and work because oh this this brings me to another thing actually the one thing that i that i did do that was announced a couple of weeks well, months ago i guess at this point was um flukes merch if you guys already don't know who fluke is he's a really cool dude um he's a blue husky with a super cool curl he's a dancer a youtuber personality and everything um really like just cool genuine dude that uh puts out really cool and entertaining content that i think you guys would like um yeah i think he goes by fluke husky on twitter um but uh if you i mean most i think most furries already know him at this point um but one thing that i was like super stoked about doing before was um this collab because he saw a few other pieces of my work and he's like oh i like the design or the thing that you did with this so would you like to sort of uh be commissioned or collab in a way to you know help make some merch and i was like oh hell yeah like i want to hop on this opportunity and be able to like make something especially if you like it like goddamn like that was so cool of him to ask um so it took a little time and a lot of brainstorming and that's all a part of like the the logo making process and designing something i i've done very little design work but i will say like props to designers it is very it is a very precise and very rigorous um <laughs> iterative process because you you really want the client to see something that they like without them knowing it yet and it's really tricky because you want to take the main core ideas of whatever it is that that they they, they are trying to envision and then you as the artist bridge that gap so um like what I mentioned about the iterative process was like it, it's hard to throw a lot of ideas out and then sort of get axed but that's all part of the process and I was fully expecting that like um like I gave him a handful of designs saying like okay this will work this won't work I like the elements of this one can you put this one with that one and then mash those together and then maybe separate them um so uh it was it was taxing some days but it was totally worth it because in the end like there was the product and there it is and then holy crap people are wearing the product they're tweeting it they're retweeting it they're liking it and i'm like i helped design that i i i put something a little bit of something from me out there and 
not only did the client like it, but the, the people he's sharing sharing it really love it. And it's like that's that's the most satisfying, like fulfilling thing that I've done in a long time. Or really ever as a person who decided to make art his life. Um, so <laughs> frick, like if if I can go and keep doing that, like that's what really drives me. Um yeah. I <laughs> I don't want to get kind of choked up, but that that really did mean a lot. Uh, I can't really f- uh, find the words to really describe it any other way, other than like, like wow, somebody somebody is proud to not only commission me but also like wear the thing, <laughs> wear the thing that I made. <laughs> um, it, it's so cool and it, it's so interesting to to just have people like the thing that you do and yeah keeps me going uh so um where where was i going with this uh those were cool projects um i want to do more like those uh, i have a couple more still in the back burner that i'm working with, uh, working with other people on um i don't want to i will just put this out there i don't really want to work on more i know i just said something that conflicts with this but i don't want to work on more logos designing because it's I like digital painting, just pure and, pure and simple. I like the messiness of the sketch, the messiness of the colors and the shades and the environment that mix and clash with the character and then I have to figure out how to make it better. That's the kind of thing where a canvas turns into like kind of molding with clay for me and like figuring out like what shapes work, what what looks good in this lighting, what colors work here, what values can I incorporate here and there to bring more depth to the piece, what repetition can I bring into the piece, um, what's the path that the eyes is going to follow in the composition, like a whole lot of elements that are really cool to figure out. And I refer back to my textbooks about this thing, all of the my favorite art I look into and inspire. And the point that I'm getting to is just that it's this big creative like beehive of buzzing and like levels and stuff that go into really producing that one piece of art that I'm undertaking that I am putting all of my craft and blood sweat and tears into and that's the goal because I don't really want to put out stuff that I'm kind of half-heartedly interested in I want to put out the best stuff that is portfolio stuff that I want to represent in my in my own gallery that shows you like hey this is what i'm capable of this is what i love doing and if you like that like i maybe i can work with you or maybe maybe i don't know you give me a shout out or something that's just really awesome that somebody else can vibe with um so yeah that's always the direction that i want to go with with my my own personal work uh so (laughs) maybe we should cut it short there i feel a lot better man just like getting your thoughts out there. It's really helpful. Uh, so we should just kick this off straight into the show when I can, when I, uh, when my co-host, my babe, my love, my darling, my beautiful sunshine comes in, um, when we can get the time ready so that we can both host the show proper. So thanks for joining me on this pre pre-show banter guys. Uh, and then let's get straight to the meat and potatoes. now hello guys uh so now we're back to the meat and potatoes and i actually have the bay here hi babe <laughs> well hi, love. i am your host theo and i'm joined with 
Another creature. Yes, babe. Another creature. Another (laughs) special, extravagant, (laughs) lovely creature. Another reptile. Well, you're the only reptile right now. But there could be other reptiles, too. I know. Then it'll be... Then it'll be like the zoo that you just went to, and you can go to the reptile room. Did you actually go to a reptile actually, room? Was, yeah, we went to the reptile <laughs> section. They had quite a bit. It was like a turtle that was just stepping on another. Uh, I forget what they're called. They're like gnarls or something, like the needle nose uh, crocs, essentially. Oh, the the really uh, slender, snooted kind of crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, there was one that was just chilling under the water, and then some turtle, freaking. Uh... <laughs> Just started just climbing on him and taking a breather on top of him. And I was like, what the heck? It's like, you know you're on somebody, right? Oh, I love those. I'm not giving a fuck. I remember always when I was a kid going to the local one here in Hawaii, the Honolulu Zoo. Um, Whenever I got to the crocodiles, I was always wanting them to do something. But they would always just stand in the water and just stare. They literally just chill. They're they're super chill. They look like statues. And I was like, they're not real. But, um, so wait, if you went to the zoo, um, what does that mean for, like, quarantine? Are those places safe to roam now? Like, what's the situation there? Um, we're still make, trying to make, make it their best, like, enforcing masks and distancing. All that, like, making us wear same color bands to, like, so at a glance you can tell, uh, if we're part of, like, one group or something. Mm-hmm. So they would try to, like, make it easy to tell so people weren't trying to, like, converge close to each other. Oh, so you can, you can just... They were, trying, ro- they were trying their best to keep it distance. They also limited occupancy inside the zoo. Oh, okay. So you'd have to wait. Those are... Yeah, those are really good precautions. So they they count the total amount of people, and they basically let you just roam in packs of your friends. Kind of, yeah. Okay. That and... Mm. A lot of hand sanitizer stations, and then a lot of areas blocked off so it limits use or like warnings that some are, you know some things are high contact items. Well, that's really nice so, like, for the zoo a lot too. Of warnings. Yeah, because uh, at least you know the animals still get some attention, and I would imagine they would. Yeah, they'd be really in dire need for some funding so that they can take care of all those creatures over there. Yeah. Okay, so um, what's new, guys, is for this uh, episode, we're, we are now transitioning from our tree bark articles and stuff on Telegram to Discord. Uh, Blarg was very gracious and then organized it for us. So we're going to try and see if we can use all of the different uh, subjects and tags to organize things a bit better. Uh, so let's try to see if we can make a, a decent transition to this starting uh, this episode. Um... I mean, we haven't really moved a lot of things. I know a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the articles are just scattered still in the in the Telegram that I I really should just forward it, but then I'm just like, eh, I should just get new articles and forward it to the to the chat instead. But yeah, how about we clean? How about we markers. clean up the Telegram and we'll just go through the rest of this, and then we just won't add to the Telegram, or maybe we should just delete it delete it or just convert it into something for people that should post in. I don't know. Okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds like know. a good idea. Again, it's kind of based on how you want to end up using it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still a nice dump for things. <laughs> it's 
just a uh, garbage, yeah, a dank yeah, yeah. meme place. Um, yeah, the hot, the hot danks. Yeah, let's start off with some that. Twitter stuff. This was a little old, but uh, it's been about a, a week since we did the last one, so I think we're on week two. I didn't mean to skip a week there, but oh man, things were kind of rough. Um, but yeah, let's just get right back in the saddle. And there was this, uh, I don't know if you guys follow some electric vehicle news, but um, there, there was this Twitter post from Hype Beast, and I guess there are some car enthusiast brand or some magazine <laughs> and the tweet was uh, electric brands has unveiled its e-bussy concept a modular electric vehicle that can be transformed into 10 different body types find out more there uh <laughs> and it's basically a bunch of different images of this uh like a what looks like a vw uh bus and it looks pretty cool but they had to go with the name with e-bussy <laughs> like bruh. Well, I mean, it probably meant to be bussy, like bus, bussy. Oh, okay. So electric bus B. Okay, it's bus-y. E capital B U S S Y. What's real? We know what's really going on. I know. Are they just trying to be hip with the kids? Get that bussy action. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. I mean the the base concept is pretty cool. Um. It's it's kind of like the idea. It reminds me of like the modular smartphone era where people wanted different parts and then they wanted to swap out the parts that they want to use and then upgrade it from there. Um, the one problem, though, that was kind of flawed with the modular phone design was that companies were not going to sacrifice their current flagship phones and designs to just make um, like Lego parts for this other phone. It would be a huge marketing uh, loss for them. So I think this might go the same route, although it's a really cool concept. Maybe I mean it's a vehicle this time. If they can keep the, if they can keep the pricing reasonable, then uh, they might do fine. That is true. Yeah, a lot of electric cars these yeah. days are getting more economical, so that's really good news. Yeah. But man, they had to go with like the name Ebusi. Opening up. I guess it stands out among the rest, so that's good on them. Oh, there's actually an English page. Damn it. <laughs> oh, for what? This is all Europe, by the way. No, I'm on their website right now looking at their... Oh, okay. It's taking place in Europe now? Is it? Is it a thing yet, or is it still just a concept? It's... Mm, let me see. Oh, man. I don't know. I would love to drive one of these. This looks like a really cool like beach vehicle. Like it's got these it's rugged tires. Looks like seems like your dream of wanting a stand up freaking bus almost. I like that when you're <laughs> like, I really want one of those worker bus worker buses. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like it almost looks like a tiny home or something. It's really sleek and modern, and it looks like a. It looks like if what? Anything, it looks like a VW bus, like an electric VW bus. And I thought, wait a minute, didn't. Didn't they have a bus? Um, VWs, as I know it, um, a lot of them were popular and they were converted into electric vehicles as they were from uh, internal combustion engines. So that was a popular trend. Um, but I know that VW as a company is trying to plan on com- uh, converting completely to EV, actually. Yeah, ID buzz. Yes, they're going to have a bus, like a newer looking bus thing. That's completely way different than. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see them on the road. Uh, yeah, so 
yeah, it's definitely, I guess, called the ID Buzz or something. That's VW's uh, electric bus? Or in Bussy? ID Buzz. <laughs> I don't know if ID means anything or if it just means just, like, idea. Uh, I mean, I guess they're trying to stand out in whatever way they can, but... Yeah, I'm not a huge car guy either, but when it gets to electric vehicles, it's really cool because they're actually, like, really high-tech stuff, and I love tech. Yeah. <laughs> but we just have to see what it come, how it comes out, especially against all the competition with the other people. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter had a field day with that naming thing. <laughs> uh, moving on, I don't want to spend too much time on the bussy. Um, you got to get that bussy. For a when the buzzy has no carbon footprint. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, moving on to other stuff. Uh, I threw in this IGN article. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons new update has turned into a glitch into a feature. So that was really cool of Nintendo to listen to um, the response for a glitch. Actually, uh, one of the things that uh, was popular in New Horizons before they updated some things. Uh, uh, you could, when taking screenshots, you could do this uh, HUD glitch. So when you didn't want the map or anything showing up on your picture, uh, you would do the glitch and then you could snap the photo. And then when they updated it, they took out that feature. And then the fans were really aggravated because it was something everyone loved and it, and it didn't break the game in any way. So um, Animal Crossing World tweeted, uh, the past camera app glitch allowing you to remove the HUD has now been added as a native feature in version 1.4 of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Simply press in the right analog stick and remove the user interface. So that was really cool of Nintendo, of them actually listening to their fans. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so people sad though too. to listen to their fans. It's so sad. I haven't touched Animal Crossing well, in like extent. two months. Like, there is an extent. I mean, you should go back to it so all your villagers can be uh, very concerned that you left them. I know, and they're going to be sad, like, where were you? I was looking for you all day, and then they're going to say, I'm going to move or something, and I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> You're going to lose, like, your top characters that you, like, honed in there. Yeah, if they move, I have the NFC chips. Can I just, like, b like phone them in again? I wonder if I could. Probably. Oh, okay. I have nothing to fear then. That's okay. It's like, I want to move. No, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> staying here with right me forever. Here. We're going to be friends. <laughs> um, But yeah, that was really cool Nintendo. Um, What else do we have? Do you see anything else in the stuff you want to go over? I'm mm -hmm. your intro again. I want to go back. Oh no, the intro actually was, uh, I did a pre-Solo um, Dogo uh, uh, session last night. Oh, uh, I meant the music thing. The music intro? Yeah. No, yeah, I tagged it at the end actually. Oh shit. So yeah, I kind of transitioned in. I mean, nobody would have known post-edit, but now they know. <laughs> yeah, now they know. I have, I have given away the game because I didn't realize you were... You were doing the thing. I almost look cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody opened up for, uh, speaking of furries, somebody opened up for synths, like synth suits. Synth suits? Ooh. Yeah. So there's a type of species called synths. They're just pretty much reptile or digital reptiles. Again, I guess you could say they're just mechanical reptiles. They're made by, uh, hold on, let me 
forgot the name. Wait, and these are these are different specifically from those other types of uh, electric uh, sonas, the like sideboard yeah, ones. Like it's um, you know like you got your pro protos, but oh like, protogens, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but since they're definitely different, um, are they more plug and play? They're by yeah. So since they were created by Van Shader, that's what it was. Oh okay. Or Vader Vader Sand. Sorry, I messed up the name. It was by Vader Sand, and uh, it was the one that originally made the synths, and they're just pretty much like robotic reptiles. Are those the and ones with the the error message? A out there to... mm, what do you mean? The blue screen on their face is that the one that goes around a lot, or yeah, am I thinking of Protogens? I'm just thinking of Protos. Oh, okay. I have giant screens for faces. I gotta look into. I them. mean, you can. You, I mean, different. There's different variants of synths that have like screens on their faces too that you can modify, but they're very distinct in shape. So instead of having like kind of a cheese wedge shape, you get more of a reptile, robotic reptile look. All right, that's pretty cool. Um, and you said they're offering commissions or something right now for actual suits. Yeah. So Raptors Den, Raptors Den. Uh, there was a tweet from them that says we're open for commissions on synth mini partial and they had like <clears throat> they were doing like a de debut on their, their creation oh I'll check them out I'm sure there's a bunch of I'm sure there's a bunch of other artists and stuff like that too that are going to be coming out with synth suits like making a synth sounds like a lot of fun to be honest oh okay they have a Facebook page and the, yeah they go by Raptors Den Oh, that's a really cool partial, actually. Wow, that almost looks like a 3D render. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and they got those very expressive digital eyes. Oh, those are really cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys so. should totally check it out. Okay, so that's Raptors Den on Facebook, and I imagine they have other platforms, too, so probably just Google that. Yeah. And then... What was that? What was this? Which one? Oh, here's yeah. oh, <laughs> the article on here about how we how we learned about how things actually swim. You know, certain parts. Oh, the sperm was that the thing? Yeah. Okay, wait, yeah, yeah. I linked that a while <laughs> ago. I almost, I almost, did I just skip? That? I think I just skipped that over by accident. You skipped? You have a whole chat room full of all these articles, I love. I know, that's why I'm glad we're moving over to Discord <laughs> so I don't get lost again. Well, I mean, you can at least keep organized to what topics that you want to, like, jump to. Wait, is it still in the chat? Wait, huh, where'd it, it go? It is, it's on the bottom. It's on the bottom. Oh, okay, I was looking for the image. But, uh, did you want to read oh, this one, or <laughs> you want to take the reins on this one? You can one? read it. It's, you can read it. I'm just poking you on it, just because you're the one that posted it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is a CNN Health article. Um, and it's titled, Human sperm roll like playful otters as they swim, study finds, contradicting centuries-old beliefs. And it was mainly because because <laughs> it said sperm swims like playful otters. So uh, digging into the article, I'll try to summarize. Um, more than 340 years ago, a Dutch man named Antony van Leeuwenhoek um, invented a powerful new compound microscope and accidentally discovered the existence of bacteria, a groundbreaking achievement that changed the course of medicine. Not long after, he decided to look at his ejaculate, <laughs> definitely not an accident, and discovered tiny wiggling creatures with tails dubbed 
animalcules. Um, I mean, I guess the modern day of animalcules is just molecules or small organisms. Um, these creatures move forward owing to the motion of their tails that look like a snake or an eel swimming in the water. Um, he later wrote to the secretary of the UK Royal Society in 1678. Uh, the tail of a man's sperm, he added, lashes with a snake-like movement. Um, but <laughs> as it turns out, uh, there's there's this infographic here that you can check out with the actual patterns of how sperm rotate their tails and swim. Uh, it's really quite beautiful, actually. So, yeah, it's definitely... And then the <laughs> they link another uh, YouTube video in the article with a with an exact correlation and contrast between an otter in a, in a in a tank it's really cute um so yeah n- now you know more about ejaculate so yeah now otters otters will uh, spread out more otters if you know what i mean the otters if they otters will spread they're just giant sperm that's that's what they are. That's just what it is. They're just giant sperm. <laughs> giant I'm sperm sorry banks. to I'm sorry to any They're otter friends out there. Giant sperm banks. That's what it is. Otters are just giant sperm banks. That's what they are. I mean, aren't they in the fandom too? You know, it all makes sense now. It does. <laughs> otter space. It, it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who will win? Otters or foxes? Um, for being. Being the butt of Big the fish. fandom. Bigger bottom, Big otters side. or foxes? Text into 420, blaze it. <laughs> uh, 6.99, you'll find you'll oh find the answers to who's the biggest <laughs> bottom there is. Um. So let's see. I think yeah, that was basically the last one listed. This other one I had, I guess I'll just throw in the like quick media bits below uh, when, when this video goes live or this episode goes live. Um, it was this savage, honest government ad uh, made by The Juice on Twitter. And it it was really crazy where they just really reel in and, and just nail all of the honest points about what the tragedies going on in America were and how dumb we were for doing those things. Um, but yeah, I'll link that below so you can check it out in full detail. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Did we talk about the, the weird... Um, VM being able to VMware in Minecraft. VM, what was the VM yeah, virtual wear? machine? Oh yeah, you did link that one. Did you want? I wasn't too sure on it, but did you want to uh, give the rundown? So, so like, here's another weird article, I guess. For those who like playing Minecraft a lot, so what you can do somebody. And the only reason it came super big in some of the news outlets is because people play Doom in Minecraft. But what it is, is essentially, there's a mod out there, a VM computers mod that essentially creates a VM inside Minecraft that allows you to, like, boot things like Windows 95 and other operating systems inside Minecraft. I don't know how well, in terms of, like, translating what affects inside games, you know, like, um... uh, Shaders and mods? No, 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 no. So, like, there was this other computer mod for minecraft that allowed you to affect the way the world worked mm-hmm. a little bit in terms of like programming like um turtle robots essentially to like do farming work or whatnot and like programming doors or talking to other computers and making scripts and stuff like that 
So I forget what that computer mod was called, but I don't know how... Because this VM computer's mod is different because it's essentially booting a VMware inside Minecraft. And a VM is a virtual machine, right? mm -hmm, Essentially, you're, like, making a computer inside a computer. Like, whatever physical components... Like, because this is totally new to me. So whatever physical components you have in real life, you can simulate that within Minecraft? Mm, kind of. So, like, the way that a normal VM works, um, to, like, the basis, you can think of, like, the hardware computer as, like, the parent. And then when you do VMs, you can att- you can assign that VM to have only that, like, a particular portion of the, the hardware, like, the how many CPUs is allowed to access it, like, can it access the internet, can it access, like, a certain portion of the graphics card... Like also, you can like very fine tune like how much access that VM has. Oh wow! And then, then, you know, with other, you can partition it even further, so you can have multiple VMs running. So that just means, you know, you have subset computers running in there. So, if I'm trying to visualize this, like I'm imagining, like you have your physical desktop computer, and then for each portion that you're divvying up, you're creating a smaller ratio of whatever RAM or power you're allotting for this VM. And you're essentially downscaling and minimizing this into a virtual PC? Yeah, so you're not taking it... Like, you it could say that you're saving space in some ways by making this one machine into 20. Oh, that's insane. As an, as an, as an exaggerated example of virtual machining. Oh, wow. And is this a common practice for a lot of different programs and, like, people that develop software, I guess? Very, very, very common practice. And, like, it's... It's it's good stuff to know, especially oh, that's... like how to manage it and like how to develop or like um, how to split up your computer into like multiple VMs. It's really important. That's really interesting. Yeah. So were there any developments for the? Was this just a proof of concept within Minecraft? Actually, I didn't read too further into the to the mod. Like I didn't like go to the mod site to like take a look into it. So I couldn't give you an answer on that. Oh, okay, but that, yeah, that's really cool. That's even possible. Like, wow. Yeah, you can make a computer into computers, and then I mean, you can dual boot computers too. You can make it boot into two different OSs. Oh yeah, I've been aware of that. <clears throat> um, wow. So you can actually run like infinitely a version of Minecraft within a virtual machine within your PC, and and just keep going. I guess depending yeah, I on guess so. how powerful your computer is and how how much you can downscale it. That's just insane. Like it it's like if you open up a mm-hmm. window and the window constantly opens up into an infinite window. Uh, what do you mean like VM into a VM into a VM? Yeah. <laughs> like if you're Eventually, uh, I don't know if, I, I don't know the extent to inception you can go with it. Uh, uh but remember you still you still have to allocate resources to it, so there's probably going to be a limitation. At some point. It's like, Jesus, get out of my room, Mom. I'm playing Minecraft on my Minecraft. Actually, I kind of want to see somebody do that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, somebody put Minecraft in Minecraft. And I mean, like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm playing Minecraft. If that idea is oh, out you there. Know what? Yeah. You know what? You what? Get the newest version of Minecraft. And see how far back. Like, get, like, an older mod that allows you. Oh, wow. Okay, I see where you're going with oh, this. Oh, actually. Hmm. No, it probably wouldn't work because I don't think there was any VM like Minecraft back then. Because I was about to say like play Minecraft, 
and then have it boot Minecraft beta in that Minecraft. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So kind of take it. Oh, what if you could take it each step by step in each version and then have a virtual machine within that version that downscales all the way to the beta? No, I think it, your computer would be upset with you. Oh, okay. And plus, I think the screen would be so small at that point. <laughs> you just got to enhance. Enhance. It's going to be looking at a pixel. Enhance. <laughs> no, let's not. I can't wait to see two by two bits running on a screen. <laughs> if your computer can handle it. Um, And I think that's the bottom of the well on tree bark articles and stuff for the Telegram. I think we're good, actually, yeah. Did we have anything linked in Discord? Uh, not yet, really. We haven't, we haven't developed that too much. Let's see. I don't want to accidentally chat, uh, click on the call and then ruin the call again. Uh, new <laughs> about, sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. Discussion area. Arch. Oh, yeah. I guess we can actually just explain. So what we have so far, if you want to go over that. Uh, like the layout. Mm-hmm. Um... And we can change it anytime, but like um, maybe just let people know what we have available. And I mean, then... it's it's still kind of like a beta, and it's not like it's open for public quite yet. So okay, um, but because we don't we don't quite have a, a plan to like we don't have a solid plan for letting people into the server quite yet. Yeah, so uh, but like as a quick rundown, um. Out. There are some things that we do have uh, posted. Again, like this is all beta, like Blarg said. But um, there's going to be a common room discussion area, common uh, room for voice chat, and uh, different articles that we'll host. They'll probably be in private discussions. Um, and then we'll have uh, probably a bunch of different exclusive things, maybe for even Patreons, uh, patrons. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And it looks really promising on Discord, like seeing these features and like as a free service is really cool and it keeps everything really organized. So thank you, Discord. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, they do an awesome job. Yeah. It's they, just that we gotta, we still gotta develop if we really want to push forward to like open to like a community form. For sure. I mean, that is a long-term goal. That would be really cool. Um, and <laughs> I guess Discord has been implementing all these cool features like being able to screen share and also sh show yourself recording in a group call. So I guess they're really hard on trying to uh, compete with the Zoom boom. <laughs> the Zoomers. Yeah, I don't know if you I use Zoom, really are you a Zoomer? I haven't really much into Zoom. Even though I have a friend who works for, works for Zoom, I haven't asked them about uh, like how that's going for them. <laughs> Oh, and like what's going on? I mean, they made like a building for their entire management and stuff in like a week of the pandemic, which was crazy. It's like, where did this building come from? It's like, oh, yeah, it's Zoom now. Yeah, they they definitely zoomed the building. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> zoomed into existence. Um, but yeah, I guess I do a podcast in VRC though. Ah, uh, one day. And yeah, that, that would be cool again. Like, I think we mentioned that before, but that would be definitely cool and new content to post to the YouTube for whatever we want to just share. Um, I don't <laughs> know. Like we world, world hopping, we, trash hopping. We ran through basically <laughs> most of just like the articles and stuff posted. So we definitely have to collect more for the next week. Um, but yeah, even for, I guess... Oh, um, I did do this, though, over that past week where I played, um, for video games, 
I played this game recently called Carry On, and if you guys don't know what it is, it's just this small, like, it's, uh, like, the playtime in total is no more than, like, six or eight hours, but it's this Metroidvania game that's a reverse horror take. Horror? I can't Hor talk. Horror. Horror. horror game horror. it's a reverse horror game where you actually have uh, <laughs> the role as the creature going through this compound and you, your main goal is just to escape so you're just this insane blob type thing with tentacles and uh, different uh, carotene co type components that turn into spears and stuff and you're just this savage monster with teeth and you just want to get out um, so that was really cool there are some puzzle elements like in different metroidvanias and you just rip and tear like through every scientist and people even sitting on the toilet in some rooms. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, it's what it's a shitty situation. <laughs> I know they're they're. It's so funny. They even put the they even put like the people in in this bathroom that's not even a part of the way that you need to get out. But you could just haul ass and you could just rip them off the toilet and then they're screaming and then you just rip them in half. Is it like a Jurassic? Is it like a Jurassic Park moment kind of thing? It. Oh, like the raptors just like clawing on the no, no, handle. No, no, no. The T Rex, the T Rex scene from uh, the first Jurassic Park. Oh, where he's sitting in the toilet. Oh, was that? I totally forgot. It's been years since I saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was just imagining like the dumb, uh, the the slow build up of the heavy footsteps, but instead of the glass of water, it's just the toilet bowl, and then when it's the last wait, plop. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just shits himself before he gets ravaged um but yeah carry on <laughs> uh it's a really cool like casual game and i feel like if you like metroidvanias and you just want to kind of pick up and play style to just have fun ripping and tearing and then solving puzzles here and there and getting uh power-ups for your creature it's pretty cool uh the story is nothing like super complicated pretty direct you just are a monster you want to get out you want to spread the disease it's crazy um ooh, maybe that's not a good uh way to put things in this day and age. Um yeah. But for for other video <laughs> games, have you been playing any other video games, babe? VRC mm. mm. and Satisfactory. Okay. Um any new developments there? Uh, mostly VR. Oh, actually, no, I take that back. I was playing a lot more Beat Saber, to be honest. There is, I've been playing around with a few friends on the Beat Saber mod, like multiplayer mod. I'll definitely have to modify it a little bit later. And through the help of uh, Biscuit, Biscuit's been helping out. He figured out how to get or ease the pain of trying to get a Rexy model inside. Fucking, um,. Beat Saber in full body tracking without it being super crazy. Oh, a T Rex model? No, Rexy, Rexy model. The fox looking things. The ones oh. that I've playing as. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. What is their species called? Uh, Evoli? Or... No, Evolis are the tiny bird ones, Evoli right? Evoli is. Yeah, the tiny little birds. No, it's, um... There's a, it's a longer name. I just call them Rexies. Oh, okay, because that's just the creator. That's just a shorthand name to the full name. But yeah, um, so did it work out for you guys? Were you able to do that in multiplayer? Yeah, I was able to play with him in multiplayer and stuff like that and shit talk with him on Discord. <laughs> he's a really... His, him and uh, Luna are really good players. 
Does it keep yeah, score? So like, more. if you want to do two out of three or something like that, there's like a tally, or you just keep that like in your yeah, mind. Yeah, you can see it. So like, you can sh you can have it. So when the result board shows up, it shows you like everyone's scores. Or like while you're in game, if there's a break period, you can just look up to see like how you're doing against everybody else, kind of thing. If oh, you fail, man. then if you fail, you can still continue the music, but you pretty much reset to zero. That's such a cool feature. Like, why doesn't the base game have a versus mode? That sounds really intuitive, actually. Yeah, it's really nice to have a versus mode and be able to play with somebody at the same time. It's fun. Does it have to be local or can it be online? It's online. Oh, awesome. Online okay. Mode. I would love to set that up, it's too. <laughs> you gotta buy Beat Saber, babe. Okay, yeah. And I would imagine since um I'd be doing it through the Oculus Quest, I should just get it through Steam, yeah? Instead of the, the specific Quest store. Uh, yeah, probably Steam, to be honest. <laughs> okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we'll try that sometime. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of out. It was kind of a slow week, actually, for me. Oh, just besides doing all the comic stuff? I mean, how how's your comic stuff going? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so as for, like, a little update on the comic stuff, um, for Holland Jasper... Uh, I recently did page 9, as I think most of you have probably seen already, hopefully. Uh, and I wanted to just wrap up the dinner scene, so the the next page actually spoilers. Not really spoilers, but um, I'll try to be wrapping up what's the, the rest. Huh? What's the hint? What's the, what's the hint? Well, uh, I, for, the, for the sake of progression, it's going to try and wrap up um, the dinner scene, and I want to move on to uh, the two moving... And then just going somewhere else, probably uh, Howl's Place. And then, yeah, it'll develop from there. And I won't say too much other than that. Uh, but it will soon be wrapping up from the flashback to present day stuff and shenanigans. So that should be fun. And I can't wait to start detailing and then showing roughs of that. But that's a handful <laughs> of pages down the line, actually, um, for the really fun bits. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone's like all dying for the fun bits. I'm sure. Maybe. I, I don't know. As a, as a person who. Everyone's still appreciating the like the whole lay, the layup story to it, which I think is awesome. That's that's the thing I wanted to ask you about. So like you've been in the fandom a little longer than me, and like you're you would I would say that you're somewhat of a um consumer of comics and a connoisseur of the furry arts, um, for comics in general and like contrasting that with like lewd furry comics materials like how do you feel like lewd types of furry art and comics kind of progress is it more just like quick and simple cut and dry or do you like kind of the foreplay nature and story building and stuff i mean i think it depends on the mood for somebody <laughs> i guess that's true actually. to be honest very it's very uh based on mood some people want to get straight to the action other people kind of want to build up and like Especially for like the one that's being followed or something. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure a lot of people like to build up to a bigger it's, thing. I mean, I actually don't. I haven't followed any comics personally, like online. But I know that you have a lot of tabs on some. Um, it, I guess it it is nice, right, to just see like it's, each it's not, week somebody post something new. Though. What was that? It's not fully furries though. The comics I follow. I know you. Do you still follow Homestuck? Mm. Is that still going or is that complete? no? I don't. It's probably still is. To be honest, I. <laughs> it's a long know. one. I really don't. That's a One Piece novel. One Piece novel. 
Yeah, it keeps going. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, for yourself personally, so I guess there's no wrong answers or anything. Like, do you like seeing? Because I imagine myself as a, as a weeb. Like, I look forward to, like, the next new season of an anime, and I'm all cut up, and I binge-watched it, but then if something's going on, like, I have to physically wait till the next uh, new episode, so then I have that, like, kind of kid vibe of, oh, yay, it's Saturday morning, there's gonna be a new cartoon out. Like, do you do you have that feeling for your comics? Mm, I don't know, I find quite a bit, so, and, like, I'm busy with a bunch of other stuff, so I'm not always, like, up-to-date with all my comics. So I'm not too concerned with it, to be honest, just because, like, I transitioned to a lot of things. That's fair. Yeah. And, like, when you get back to the backlog, it's like, oh, man, so much juicy content. Exactly. <laughs> it's, all, it's all waiting waiting for me, all ready to, to be blown away in, like, less than an hour. <laughs> I know, uh, yeah, and then, then you can, just binge, I yeah. I catch up on comics <laughs> super fast. Um, that's the funny thing. Good. I've always heard that. I've heard that from a couple of different artists um, that I've uh, seen on FA. And then some of the comments were like, oh, yeah, like, look, I just posted this new comic. And then some of their fans are like, yeah, okay, where's the next page? I just I just went through like 50 pages in, in five minutes. And they're like, oh, the the bane of a comic artist <laughs> takes it takes yeah. 10 times as long to produce the work than it than it takes to consume it. Yeah, you just got to do your thing. Yeah, and sure. and I'll admit too personally, like I don't invest that much time into backgrounds as you can totally see. But my main focus is just to do the character interaction. So for a first comic, yeah, I, I think that's an okay way to start, especially if you want to start a comic out there. Um, it's all about story and how you play with your characters and how they interact with each other. I think that's what people like the most. Yeah, we should do totally do like a a wrap wrap up video and you do your last page for whatever that may happen. I definitely do. I'm gonna set myself up, but I definitely want it. It'll be finished in 2020. That's that's definitely in my brain to Are, say for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, August, so yeah, six months. Eight out of well, eight out of twelve, right? Well, less than six months. Sorry. Yeah. So four. Um, I think we can do it, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should be. You got this. Yeah, the yeah, babe, the you are coming home soon. Although it was delayed, but that that is fuel to the fire, and then we'll be able to hang out, and I can actually interact with somebody. Because <laughs> qu- quarantine life, man, it's tough. Wait, how many weeks do we have left? Because yeah, of quarantine, or what you mean? No, of this year. Oh, what is four four times three? I guess. 12? I can't do math. Three weeks per month, right? Four weeks Wait, per month. what? Four, four weeks, four like weeks per month. Four. So, four more months, 16 weeks. Is you that right? 15, you got 15 weeks, babe. You sure you're gonna, you, you sure you're gonna finish your comic? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm excited for it, so yeah, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying... You got you got a huge crunch time ahead of you, and I wish you wish you luck, and uh, <laughs> hope that you get it, especially on top of the other projects you got going to. Yeah, I know that's why I said I I totally <laughs> set you myself are up. Busy, but <laughs> but even for this podcast, I mean, like 
I'm I'm very happy to share like what we have to say about stuff and as like the news and topics go it is really fun and that's what keeps like as long as we enjoy it I think that's what's going to keep us going and keep us motivated to do the things that we like doing yeah um especially keep, keep on swimming yeah that's what we need to do it right now and especially if like somebody says like oh wow I really like that thing you did or it made me a little bit happier I'm like ah oh, that's that's all it makes it all all worth it so yeah people put great work but when you're coming people are enjoying it and I uh, thank you and yeah I'm I'm kind of actually done for today I don't <laughs> I've got I've got I'll try to be refining um. I mean, I guess this is just a real personal day in the life update, but I'll just be getting to some uh, more uh, refining some thumbnails for a paint commission, and uh, I'll try to get that to the client as soon as possible. Um, so that's kind of my night planned out. Um, I know it's late for you, babe, because you're a three-hour time difference, and thank you for staying up late for this. I appreciate it. It's only 10. I know, but you you were out all day. You went to the zoo. You had ice cream. That's a full day, in my opinion. Ice cream was pretty good. I'm pretty sad you couldn't have some. I know. Thanks for sending the picture, though. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sending the pictures, though. That was really pretty. You took a lot of really nice photos of um your uh the the birds and stuff. There was even that one bird that was from Agretzko. Yeah, secretary bird. Yeah, is it literally called a secretary bird? Yes. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't know that was a joke. And the bird's a secretary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They they're called secretary birds. Did you did you post them to your smug mug? Uh no, because my smug mug is usually like when I convert raw into the JPEGs. Oh, you have to process them and stuff, make them look uh, fancy. Yeah. I mean, they look Probably, really sharp I, as is. I gotta download. I gotta download some and then send it to the. The dragonfly photo thing on Telegram. Oh, okay. Can people join that if they want? Yeah, they can follow it. It's it's open to follow if they wish. That's dragonfly photos. Photos? Yeah, well, photo. The, the link, nah. Well, dra- dragons fly photos pictures. Okay. Yeah, so go just, check out his it's photos. T dot, it's t.me slash uh, dragfly photo. There's a link to it. And you can post the link from it too, but we'll do. Yeah, dragon dragons fly smug mug is actually the main photo stuff. And I actually started at twenty twenty for once, because I actually was not lazy <laughs> for like a hot minute. No, yeah, I'm glad you there's, keep up with there's it. There's so there's so there's so many back there's so much backlog on like sections of photos that I really need to work on, and like do select highlights to like the photos I like. Oh. Well, or what I mean by highlights is like, oh, you know, like I like this photo compared to like the bunch of the rest of the photos and like keep a limit to how much photos I really, really work on. Oh, yeah. Like just take out the cream of the crop and you're like, oh, this one's the I like this one more. So you'll just like pick your faves. Yeah. Like ones that really pop out to me. Give them the special treatment into raw. Mm, <laughs> a little bit like some of them I do sometimes, like especially when I do cropping, and it's a little too bright on the border. I like cheese it a little bit and use a vignette to like kind of make sure that the the edges aren't super bright oh yeah get that focus in yeah it's a little cheaty but uh, as long as it gets to the nice I don't think so I mean that's a part of photography right even the post processing yeah it's, it's all an art 
everyone has different ways of doing art and there's some really cool ways and techniques that people have yeah for sure I don't like it because it's like an easy way of just like oh yeah if you want to see all this stuff and like there's like an easy website for all this stuff oh what to process your photos not process but like in terms of just like sharing with people like oh yeah if you want to just see all the other stuff that I've done here's like essentially a portfolio of photos yeah go check out Blarg's work guys it's really nice um uh but I'm good do you want to call it for tonight (laughs) you're the host my love well you're the host too (laughs) but I'm good on my end if you are or if you have any like last minute subjects Mm, not really I haven't seen anything that's interesting in terms of the games I know I know there's like some things like the Xbox and the PS5 thing going on but I don't really care for that yet (laughs) not because it's like PC Master Race BS but like but yes wow just slip that in there (laughs) I guess I guess guess yes because a lot of the VR stuff resides either mobily whether that be like you know, the crappy phone VR or, you know, Oculus mm-hmm. or the G2 reverb and all and all the way to, like, the Index and all that jazz in between. You know, like, just VR scene is more dedicated towards, like, the PC or the, its own standalone unit. Yeah, I would... Oh, bless you, whoever whoever that was. That was, that oh. was sour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die, sour. <laughs> Okay, I think with that we'll call it, guys. Uh, so you've been listening to Tree Bark. I will. I. I. This, I don't even remember the episode. Um, nineteen. I. I'm probably wrong. That's. You know what? That's gonna be your title. It's gonna be episode eighteen, and then it's like nineteen question mark maybe. Nineteen question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you guys have a good night. I've been your host, Theo. And I've been your host, the other reptile. Blarg. <laughs> Blarg. Bulwarg. Good night. Bulwarg. Night. And a huge shout out to the Patreon supporters, the monthly Barkers, starting with Archon Inu, Artorius Nightwalker, Barky, Ben Campbell, Bryce, Damon, Damian Adams, Ella Ryra, Ferris, Hattie, Howler, Jack Scott. Jason, J. Wolf, Kanok82562, Lofi, Mercury, Michael Draws, Ricks, Road Wolf, The Pie Man78, Tyler DeRosier, and Yodu Pandawolf. Thank you so much, guys, for helping make this possible and supporting all of my projects. I really appreciate it and can't thank you enough. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and FA at Shikokubo. If you'd like to help support the podcast and future projects, you can check out my Patreon at Shikokubo. That's S-H-I-K-O-K-U-B-O. Take care.